Listening Dog Media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is The Lion Sleeps Tonight, brought to you by Matt May Productions and Listening Dog Media, starring Natalie Jones, Christopher Everett, Jess Goff and Lee Petcher. Written by Mark Jackson, produced and directed by Paul Ludden. Please subscribe to the Podplay, and if you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, that would be much appreciated. Thanks. I think I've just had a sex call. What makes you think that? I think it's when he said he wanted to spaff all over my tits. I can't believe you let him do that. You need to ring Sheila and report it. Oh, I can't be bothered. Better doing it to me than someone who might take him seriously. He might be one of those serial offenders. You don't know where it could end up. I think I know where that one ended up. He was an old man, probably just lonely. It's not a sex line, Beth. Next thing, they'll be telling all his mates about it. Putting it all over some chat room on dark web. He's on the end of the phone, Simon, not sat next to me on a bus. Sometimes I don't think you're in this for the right reasons. You might be right. Anyway, I think I've had enough. I've got too much of my own shit going on to worry about anyone else's. When you say you've had enough, um, what is it you mean by that? Oh, straight out of the training manual there, Simon. I'm only clarifying what you said. Yes, I know what clarifying is, thanks. Why is it you're doing it then? Well, there's a lot of people lost out there. Nowhere to go, nowhere to turn. If it wasn't for us, they'd have no one. Oh, you're amazing, you are. Hey, I just like the feeling of helping someone. Bullshit, mate. You're doing it for something good to put on your CV because you've got cock all else to put down, which, coincidentally, is the same reason as me. Uh, you're wrong on both counts, clever ass. I do like helping people, and coincidentally, so do you. Remember her on the bridge? Two hours you're on that one. Don't know what you said, but remember your face when you came off the call, when you said, oh, she's not going to go through with it. Punching the air all the way home, you was. I remember that one. Trish. I could hear all the cars beeping on the motorway. Whatever it was you said, she decided she wasn't going to do it that day. I was looking for motorway closures on the AA website all day after that. You shouldn't really be doing stuff like that. Well, we never know what happens on the last page, do we? Maybe it's best we don't. She was just having a bad day. Years of stuff hitting her at the same time and she just wanted the pain to stop. It'd be good to know what happened, though. For me, as much as her. I'm not sure that's a good idea. Whatever goes on on the call stays there. We're there for someone when they need it most. No names, no backstory. Just there to help right when they need it. You mean like an angel from heaven? You're a total knobhead. Go on, go back to your geriatric sex line then. Oh, that's going straight on the CV. Seriously? If you don't want to do this anymore, then don't. How long is it now? Two years? They call it compassion fatigue. In other words, you stop giving a shit. If it's getting you like that, then bloody hell, Beth, pack it in for a bit. Look, have you seen an officer and a gentleman? Here we go. I'm serious. You know the bit where Captain Foley's trying to make Richard Gere quit the Navy? 
He spends a weekend trying to break him. Press-ups, cleaning bogs with a toothbrush and all that. But he can't do it. So Foley ends up telling him he's out. Finished. Don't come back. Richard gets up from his leg raises, starts crying like a baby, pleading with him, don't you do that, I've got nowhere else to go. Well, that's me. So I'm guessing I'm Captain Foley in all this? In your dreams, princess. Save a bit of trouble and tell us what happened in the end. He only ends up being the best darn officer Captain Foley ever seen. <laughs> I can't believe you've never seen it. It's the best film ever. Right, come on, princess, let's save some lives. Hello, Samaritans, can I help you? I'll speak to a woman, please. You are doing. What's on your mind today? Oh, sorry, I wasn't sure. I just need to talk about my partner. I just want some advice. Well, we're not here to give advice, but we can talk through whatever's on your mind and sometimes that can help unravel stuff a bit. Well, my relationship's going through a bad time. Oh, right. What makes you think that? We've been together six years and always been happy. He was going through a separation when we first got together, so things were a bit tricky with his ex and all that. He moved in with me and little Frankie came along not long after that. Everything was great. A couple years ago, he started out on his own with the scaffolding and we've been doing really well since. All right. Yeah, we went to Dubai last October and he's put a deposit down on a buy-to-let place in Haywood. He says it's all in my head, but I'm convinced something's going on. What makes you think that? It all started after we got back from Antalya. When his dad died, Paul treated us both to get our teeth done over there. He always hated Facebook and social media, but all of a sudden he's got this bloody Instagram account. Says it's for work, but there's a lot of women on there and they're definitely not in the building trade. You know, I caught him taking his phone in the shower the other day. Says it so he can test the water resistance on the iPhone 11. <laughs> he was getting ready for bed the other night and there's all these scratches on his back. Tells me he fell in some bushes at work. I mean, he is clumsy and all that, but I don't really know. I don't want to lose him. Yeah, I, c I can tell that. I daren't tell him, but his teeth do look odd. Like those you used to get from the sweet shop. And they do this clanging thing as he talks. Sounds like castanets. I heard someone talking about him in the queue at Aldi last week, and I was so embarrassed. She started whistling, don't stop me now, down her headset while scanning my stuff. They think you don't know, but I got onto it straight away. I didn't tell Paul that. He would have been mortified. I mean, what would you do? Well, I'm not really here to give advice, but it sounds like he's going through some life changes. I'd say you're right. He started wearing those slip-on shoes and no socks too. I mean, where did that come from? He looks like Rumpelstiltskin. I liked him more when he used to wear his gazelles. Bloody idiot. You say he's an idiot, but do you still love him? I think I'll always love him. We're getting a new kitchen, but I think he still loves me. How have you felt seeing the stuff he's doing on his phone? Well, I opened this Instagram account too, just so I could see what he's up to. Are you on? Yeah, but I don't post much. I think I was only at about 24 followers on my last count. Hi, I'll follow you. I'm at Donna underscore ass 29 underscore kiss kiss kiss. Um, I'm not really supposed to do stuff like that. Oh, come on. You can at least have a look. I promise I won't hunt you down or anything. I'll probably get in trouble for it. Um, oh, wow. Nice pictures. God, your teeth look great. Oh, my God, you've got 4,000 followers. Are you soon pick them up. I got 500 likes on my post last week. Is that the one on the podium? It's the one where I'm washing the car. Yeah, I see it. The one in the bikini. Very popular, that one. It says something about OnlyFans here. 
oh, that's just for the spicy stuff. The Samaritan I spoke to last week is a subscriber now. He's called John. Do you know him? John the Samaritan? No, I don't think I do. It's for stuff you can't show on Insta. Full nudes, penetration, that sort of stuff. Oh, wow. Penetration. God, I'm guessing that's not to do with football either. Oh, it's all a bit light-hearted, really. There's no one else involved. It's just a bit of fun. All right. Maybe I'll have to swerve that one then. Right. Now you've spoke through some of your problems. How are you feeling now? You know what? I do feel a lot better. It's helped me see things a bit differently. Well, I'm really glad about it. I hope that you and Paul manage to sort things out. I'm sure we will. I've got a different perspective on things now. You are very good. Oh, thank you. That's nice of you to say. Take care of yourself. You're doing a great job. Call me back anytime you feel like talking to someone. Simon, I've just had another one. Shh. Fuck this, I'm having a brew. Do you want a tea? Can you keep it down, please? Oh, sorry. And you're not supposed to be vaping in here either. Are you on mute? I've had to because of all the noise you're making. They keep asking if someone else is listening. Who have you got? Some guy in Wakefield. HMP? Released next week. His mum's been issued an Osman letter and he's not even out yet. Tell him to contact the OMU. That's their job. Or his probation officer. Put that e-cig away. Hello, Samaritans. Can I help you? You sound very young. Don't worry about me. I'm a big girl. What's going on with you today, then? Such a great job that you do. That's nice of you to say. It must be hard for you to share all these people's problems. Come on, what's on your mind tonight, then? I mean, who is it you talk to about what's bothering you? Me? I just do the usual. Man up, pull myself together, think there's always someone worse off. All the stuff they say is wrong. That's what I was always told. It's when you get some distance, in it. That's when it hits you. You talk like you've done something similar. That's right. I still do. Is that why you've called? Listen, we can talk about anything you want. I don't know you, you don't know me, so there's no prejudgments here. I'm not going anywhere. I'm just here for you. Oh, thanks, sweetheart. And you sure you don't know me? I'm not sure. Should I? You tell me. Hey, if you want to call back and speak to somebody else, then I'm absolutely fine with that. Are you saying you don't? It doesn't matter either way to me. There's only you and me here and calls are completely confidential. You mean like confession? Exactly, but without the absolution. Confess to your heart's content and I won't forgive you for any of it. <laughs> oh, that's good because I don't want forgiveness. Oh, it's too late for that. Blimey, it can't be that bad. Come on, let's talk it through. What's your name? Beth. What's yours? As in Elizabeth. As in Beth and E. Then six days before the Passover, Jesus came on to Bethany. Well, I'm glad one of us went to Sunday school. And what was your name again? It's Frank. Okay, Frank. Something has happened today where you felt your only option was to call the Samaritans. Do you feel like talking through what that was? I do. I need you to help me carry this weight. That's why I'm here, Frank. It's all confidential, didn't you say? It is. Unless I feel someone's at risk, then I might have to speak to somebody. But if the conversation goes down that path, I'll be telling you well before. Is someone at risk, Frank? Not anymore. Do you feel like talking about it? I think it started with my mum. 
your mum? She used to call him her lion. That was a name for him. He wasn't our real dad. A lion taking over the pride. Mum, Victor and me. Victor? My older brother. Unbreakable. Like a dam. It's okay, Frank. Take your time. The wrestling used to be on TV on a Saturday afternoon. Giant haystacks, Big Daddy, Fit Finley, all the big names. Mum worked at the butchers, so he'd come home from his dinner time session and we'd watch the wrestling. You could smell it as soon as he walked in. The stale ale embroidered into the fabric of his suit. He thought it'd be easy with me. You see, I wasn't your average little lad. Always a bit different. You know all this when you're very young. You know, but it's everyone else who has to deal with it. He couldn't bear the thought of it. Imagine him trying to explain that one away to his mates. He'd call it our uh, training. Move the city to the side of the room so it blocked the lounge door. Pan of water at the side, just like they did on TV. I'm listening, Frank. When you're scared, your body freezes. Rigid like a wooden doll. It's like you want to submit. Just so they back off and leave you alone. It's human nature. But he got off on it. You could feel it. Pressing hard against you. Do you submit? It'd say. His sweat dripping down the back of my neck. Telling me this is what I wanted. That I'd been asking for it. Oh, you just pray it was over quick. But little boys like me soon learn that in life. You have no choices. What were your choices, Frank? You learned to fight back. Let the kids at school explain that one away. Imagine getting battered off a little pup like me. It was easier to leave me alone than to deal with that one. I've been like that all my life. Took a few hidings, but gave a few more out. Stood me in good stead for my line of work. What was that, Frank? These were the days before drag race and pride marches. You'll be too young to know who she was, but I could pull off a near-perfect Diana Dawes. Blonde, glamorous, but never losing that natural look. The thing is, she was always a bit different to the others at the time. Beautiful, but knowable. I'd hold a room full of hairy-ass statues from Wigan in the palm of my hand. I'd found a way to let those wings spread wide, and I loved it. Sometimes you'd get the odd one, or even two. They'd see me on stage, filling a part of their life they never knew was missing. You see, they knew, but they'd convince themselves they didn't, and they'd despise themselves for it. I ended up with nine stitches in my hand one night. Don't know how many he ended up with. You see, I'd learned off the cruelest of bastards. The lion. It got so bad, I didn't care if I lived or died. Right until that time, his finger went in my mouth and never came out. Won't come near me again after that. Told everyone he trapped it in the car door. Frank, that must have been horrific. I was only a little boy, but we both knew. If he wanted it again, he'd have to kill me. Looking at it now, that might have been what was needed. It was when I told Victor. I looked in his eyes and I, I knew. 
he never managed to fight him off and he never said a word how's victor now victor died beth oh my god i'm so sorry he was a drinker some people can and some can't he was one of those who couldn't when did he die frank a month ago and i made him a promise and what was it mum's been gone a while so when dick died there was only me and him left just me and him just like when we used to watch wrestling your dad you mean no one will miss him beth he put up one last fight i'll give him that he struggled getting in that boot but we managed it in the end Listen, I want you to tell me what's happened, Frank. Did you know when someone burns, they let out this scream like a dog whistle? If somebody's at risk, you know I have to report it. What is it you're going to report? You said you'd help me carry this weight. Frank, I want to help you. You already have, Beth. Frank? Frank! Are you okay? Come on. It's nearly 10 o'clock. I'll drop you at the tram stop. Shit, Simon. What happened? Sheila said if there's no contact details, there's nothing we can do. She's usually right about that sort of thing. She used to be a detective, you know. Oh, yeah. Sheila can definitely take a bow. Why's that? Doesn't matter. Did you grow up in a cave somewhere? Chatterton. Chadderton, so much to answer for. What? Nothing. I've just got a really weird feeling about that car, like I need to tell someone about it. What is there to tell? Nothing's recorded, is it? Did you tell him your name? I always do. There's no harm in that, is there? Ah, you see, I never do that. Always say my name's John. No, you don't. Please say that's not you. What are you on about? There's loads of Johns out there. Hey, you ever listen to this? It's really good. So from 10 o'clock, we've got Francisco taking your calls, spreading his love across the Northwest right up until 1 a.m. It's really good. Like, he gets all sorts of not rights phoning him up. A bit like us then. Yeah, he is a bit. Uh, he used to be a drag queen in the 70s, you know. Seriously? So what's happened to your car then, Francisco? You won't believe this, Robin, but some little tow rag has nicked the old girl. Greater Manchester Police found it in Boggart Hall Clough Car Park. Can you believe it? Simon, that's him. I can't be. He's on radio. I'm telling you, that's him. Francisco. Not much left of the old passer after the buggers had themselves a nice little bonfire. But I do have to say a big thanks to Walsh Recovery Service on Moston Lane for taking her to that big multi-storey in the sky. Ivan and Bernard, you know who you are. It's Simon. So, that was the lovely Robin who'll be back with more news at 11. And this is me, Francisco, and I want you to call. I don't care if it's to tell me your cat's gone off his Felix or that you think Coronation Street has gone down the pan since Reg Holdsworth left. I want you to call, but especially if you've got no one else to talk to, because I'm here for you, and for the next three hours, I'm not going anywhere. But first, I'm going to start off with a little dedication. So, let's go right back to 1982 with Tight Fit. 
and this one's especially for Victor. Simon, he's taking the piss.